Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the good news with Angie Austin. Now, with the good news, here's Angie. Hey, friend, Angie Austin here with the good news, joined by author Jeff Peabody, and we are talking about his book, Perfectly Suited, The Armor of God for the Anxious Mind. Oh, I love the title. Welcome, Mr. Peabody, or Jeff. Well, you know, I can go by either. I'll answer to either. Uh, but uh, JD is is what, uh, if somebody's looking for the book, that's what they'll find it under. So. Perfect. J.D. Peabody. I love it. All right. So give us kind of the nutshell version of, you know, what the book is about. Yeah, the book really uh, explores through um, the lens of my own struggle with anxiety and OCD, uh, just what God has given us in his armor. I, I've been familiar, you know, I grew up I grew up in a Christian home, and so I've been familiar my whole life with the the idea of the armor of God. But uh, it really, it really was in my own struggle with anxiety that I began to uh, both need it and then appreciate it in in a whole different way that I'd never really um, seen it as applying to that particular struggle. And um, so that's that's what the book's about. All right. Now, in terms of your struggle, when you talk about OCD and anxiety, tell us a little bit about your testimony, your story of um, sure. what, you know, what that, you, if you grew up in a Christian household, you understood, like, I always think like, you know, to worry is a sin, but, you know, I still worry and I really work on it. I knew that God could offer you that protection, but still struggled with it. Let's talk about that struggle. What, what did that look like? Yeah. Well, you know, um, I would say for most of my adult life, largely disconnected from my uh, interior emotional health and life. And so you could ask me at any given time what I was feeling, and I probably couldn't really uh, tell you. Um, I just was disconnected um, somewhat. And so, um, you know, our our bodies and our minds know what's going on, even sometimes when we don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a way of getting our attention where the other eventually. And sometimes that comes out sideways. And uh, for me, uh, I, I reached this point, my mental and emotional wall, where all of a sudden it was like my mind just skidded out of control. And wow. I was just being bombarded by all these intrusive thoughts. And I couldn't stop my mind. I told people it felt like my, my brain had broken uh, and I, di- I did not, I didn't know what was going on. I was, uh, it felt so out of character for me. And I, I just was a complete wreck. And I, uh, I went on a walk with a friend of mine who happens to be a therapist oh. and, uh, and I'm just, I'm just pouring out my heart and I'm, I'm crying, which is also not me at all. And I, I got to the end of my, my, uh, sort of blathering and 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 I just kind of made this bewildered comment I said I 
I am not an anxious. Not what that was not the reaction I I was going for. Right? Um, no, no, probably yeah. not. I, I assume that was not what you were aiming for. <laughs> but uh, but it was exactly what I needed because it really pulled me up short and made me realize, oh, he's he's looking at me and saying, do do you really see yourself? Uh, and and I I began to realize that, oh yeah, actually I have been carrying a lot of. Uh, anxiety that I just haven't been acknowledging. And, um, and that really kind of set me on this, this whole journey of, um, you know, learning more about it still, I feel like I'm still discovering more about, um, what's going on inside for me. But, um, anyway, yeah, that's, that's a nutshell, um, background on, on my own story. I think the way you say, uh, JD, uh, that, imperfectly suited the armor of God for the anxious mind that you felt like your brain was broken. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, talk about giving like a visual or a perfect description. I think about my nephew when he kind of hit rock bottom with his uh, mental health. And in his case, medication mm-hmm. really helped him. And um, mm-hmm. I have gotten some judgment from Christians when talking about medication mm-hmm. and my feeling, you know, hey, I don't want that concert, uh, cancer treatment because I am a right. Christian. And it's like, yeah. well, if they're going to give you mental health treatment and they can make your brain chemistry function properly, why would you say no to that? So now he's doing well. But he said it was like those, um, you know, those MTV, I'm older, so it's like MTV video clips that go so fast or like, yep. you know, the way yep. young people watch clips that I'm like, how can you watch this? These are so fast, like my brain is spinning. He said he yes. felt like his mind was like that. And that gave me a really yeah. good vi- visual of why mm. He didn't want to stick around at the time. Like, he's like, I don't, like, what's yep. the purpose of this? My, like, his brain was broken too. And now mm. he's doing great. And he's, you mm. know, graduated with honors. And oh my gosh, he's doing so well. Mm. But um, in that darkness, some people can't see the light of the future or the light of the Lord shining through. And so, in um, Perfectly Suited, the Armor of God for the Anxious Mind, um, talk about some of the things you teach us. I'm looking at some of the chapters uh, Meet Leo, a a stronger, strong uh, chapter for the armor of me, uh, and I love uh, six. The second, uh, the second list life. So, go into mm. some of these things you teach us um, in the anxious about the anxious mind. Yeah. Well, first off, I I really do appreciate um, your comments there about medication. You know, um, anxiety is is such a complex uh, issue, and and there are so many multiple factors involved. And one of them is, is physical often and chemical. And, um, and like you said, you know, for, for treating other ailments, you'd certainly, uh, not hesitate to reach out to, uh, some, some form of medicine. And I think, you know, God as the great physician has, has given us such wonderful advances in, in, uh, modern medicine that are, are for you know every every good and perfect gift is from above, so uh, we can receive it with thankfulness. Um, and that's not that's not for everyone, but it it certainly should not be something that there's a stigma around. Um, but I I think that's that's part of what I I hope to communicate in this book is you know I think you you tapped on something earlier in our conversation about how uh, as as Christians. Um, we we kind of get this idea that somehow uh, anxiety and and worry 
is sinful and wrong, and therefore it's uh, it's a commentary on our lack of faith. Right. Um, we're we're doing something wrong. So so then we're not only feeling bad, we're feeling bad about feeling bad. And, right. And you're feeling bad about you, others uh, perceiving you as a bad Christian. Yes. I'll never forget my friend saying, well, you know, I guess medication's okay, but I hope that, you know, he gets to the point, what did she say? I hope he gets to the point where his faith is strong enough that he won't need it. And I was so beyond irritated with that statement. Yeah, yeah, that's really, and that's really, you know, a common reaction, unfortunately, I think. Uh, and part of it is we, we we do, we read verses like, be anxious for nothing, or do not worry, don't be afraid. And so we, we hear in that um, uh, kind of a, a reprimand. And, and, you know, I have to admit, I'm sure that uh, before going through my own experience of some of this anxiety, I, I, I probably often uh, lean towards, um, you know, simplistic answers of, well, you know, the Bible says, don't worry. So, so don't worry. Um, but, but I think, um, you know, it also, scripture also says that he won't break a bruised reed and, and I think um, there is a tender care, and, and we can hear those verses in a different way. Instead of reprimand, we can hear uh, a, a good father saying, uh, oh, you, you don't need to be anxious because I've, I've, I've got this taken care of. And there's more reassurance in it for, uh, like, like we're his hurting children, and he's not, he's not going to scold us for how we are feeling. Uh, he's going to encourage us and and seek to alleviate the causes. And so, you know, I think when when Peter says that we can cast all our anxiety on him, mm-hmm. it's not that the anxiety goes away, it's that we're transferring it to God for, for him to be responsible for it. And um, so, you know, I, I that's one of the things I, I hope that the the book can can uh, reframe some of the conversation around anxiety. Um, and and to uh, help us see, you know, I think even as we talk about the armor of God, so often the the stress when we um, when we hear about that is the idea of picking it up and putting it on. Yeah. Um, and when you think about that, then then really we're placing all the emphasis on our own efforts with it. Ah. And so, you know, we're we're then going oh, well, then how is this God's protection for me if really what I'm counting on is the way, if I'm doing it right, to, to pick it up and and put it on correctly. And so, so it should be it already becomes, on. Are we already wearing it? Is that the key? Well, I think I think part of it is that, um, you know, it the, the, the main emphasis is on what it is God's offering us, which is His, his care and protection— and and uh, I, I love actually the way that the you can translate the the Greek there on on the the putting on the armor is to sink into it, uh, oh. and so that that has much less straining and striving in in its image. You know, you don't have to you don't have to work to sink into a big couch. You know, you <laughs> just you just settle into it. You know, and and um, and and to like like you said it's it's already there so living in what is already ours uh and and oh, um settling I like that. into I like, it yeah i yeah. like that settling into it 
Yes, that we don't have to make all this effort to put it on that the Lord has given us this. Like it's it's ours for the asking. It's ours for the taking. Yes. It's ours to uh to to use per se, to benefit from its use. That it's like our inheritance. Yes. Well, because what I what I realized for myself all attached to my anxiety was uh just ultimately how much of my faith I was performing, really. And and so when it came down to it, it wasn't faith in God. It was more faith in my ability to do all the right things. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm preaching the gospel. I'm a, I'm a pastor. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I love the gospel and I'm preaching that every week, but on the same, on the other hand, I'm, I'm, uh, practically speaking, really counting on the fact that I'm, I'm doing a good enough job. Uh, and so when I, when I reached a place then where, I had I, I I just couldn't control my even my own brain anymore. Then it it took me to a new realization of, oh, this is what grace is for. It's it's for the things we can't fix ourselves, uh, and uh, that was kind of a revelation. Um, and yeah. And yeah, I, I want to continue our conversation. So um, I hope you don't mind if I keep you around for another segment, because I'm reading, you know, some of the reviews. I always, um, any kind of news article, I like to go down to the comments and really see where people mm-hmm. are leaning. And same thing with the book. And so many people talk about how open you are in the book, you know, because mm-hmm. when people speak about a mental health issue, I think they kind of like to give the sanitized version so that they don't feel as judged and people are calling it raw, real and reachable and that the Mm. transparency of how you uh, explained things was shockingly satisfying because Mm. we're not expecting people to be, you know, that honest when it comes to some of these things or only give half of the information. So um, I'll be right back. We will be right back. Uh, J.D. Peabody, perfectly suited the armor of God for the anxious mind. We'll be right back. Pueblo, thanks for tuning in to Colorado's mighty 670 KLTT. When you shop at your local ARC, your hard-earned money directly supports individuals with disabilities. 80% of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities are unemployed. At ARC thrift stores, approximately 20% of their employees are individuals with intellectual or developmental disabilities. ARC Thrift is one of Colorado's most prominent employers for people with disabilities. They provide extra support for their employees, allowing them to decide how they live, learn, and work through the ARC Ambassadors program. The program provides a community for employees with disabilities where they create lasting friendships. ARC Thrift Ambassadors attend social events throughout the year. ARC is a company that lives and breathes its mission of going above and beyond to create a space of inclusivity, morale, and culture. Shop at an ARC thrift store near you. Find your nearest location at arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Angie Austin here with the good news, along with Jeff Peabody. His book, though, if you're looking for him, J.D. Peabody, J. period, dear period, Peabody, uh, perfectly suited the armor of God for the anxious mind. Thank you, Jeff, for sticking around. I really thought we were just getting into the meat of the book when uh, uh, I noticed we were out of time, and that's always a good sign when I lose track of time when I'm doing an interview because it means that you're very interesting. So thank you for sticking around, J.D. 
Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's break into some, uh, like I mentioned, that a lot of the uh, the reviews talk about how transparent you are talking about when your brain was broken and how to handle that. And uh, so I love just reading, you know, uh, the the feedback from people who've uh, mm. who, who've read the book and there was one that said uh uh, reading this book feels like an honest conversation with a trusted friend. The author uses his own story, and everybody's saying you're very transparent about how you, your brain was broken, as you put it, and how he was able to navigate the rough waters of anxiety to provide tangible steps. And I like that, tangible steps, not just feel better, be grateful, be thankful. Like, I mm. want tangible steps to help us navigate our own rough waters. It's a quick read that you'll want to highlight and reread and pass on to your friends and loved ones. Well, that's... um pretty wonderful. And I love this one too. And then I want your feedback on these. Uh, Yvette wrote, I could not put this this book down, quote, and she's quoting your book. We end up reading our Bibles to find out what we were supposed to do rather than to center ourselves around the surpassing greatness of what Christ has already done from page 49 of your book. This book, book spoke to me and filled me with gentle reminders of how although I will never be perfect, God's love for me is perfect. I just need to accept that love and sink into God's armor, like you said, and trust in him. So grateful for this book. Okay, what I think is cool is that you, some of these people, as you know, struggling with OCD and anxiety can be like, you feel trapped, like you are trapped in your mind and like you're in a jail of anxiousness and OCD. And as you mentioned, you hit that spot where you couldn't stop these intrusive thoughts. So you're really helping people. So let's talk about what you feel about the feedback and the positive things you're doing for Mm. others, and then teach us how to deal with some of this anxiety. Well, it's really humbling to hear things like that. And, and honestly, you know, I've, cause I have had um, people talk about how transparent I am. And honestly, I, I feel like uh, for me, the, the transparency has been uh, part of letting go of some of the um, always, always needing to be together and uh, be performing, you know, keep, keep up appearances or whatever um, to let go of that and go, Oh no, it's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And, and actually it's sort of the path, the pathway forward for me has been through vulnerability. And, and so, uh, you know, to, to let other people in to what I was experiencing. And I think this is largely true for anxiety in general. And a lot of, a lot of our, our, um, mental distress is is relational in nature and and what it what happens is when we're struggling and suffering our our brain tells us that the best thing to do is to withdraw and isolate oh yes uh, and pull the covers up yeah yes and and that's the the worst thing (laughs) it's the last thing we need and and so you know i think the enemies involved in that there of of trying to separate us and you know i mean Right from Genesis, God says it's not good for us to be alone, and and we need we need community, and we need to be known. And one of my, um, you know, several several years ago uh, now, I I I first preached a sermon about what was going on for me, and and it actually became the title of I think chapter nine in the book of praying for my basal ganglia, <laughs> which is a little the little part of the brain that that kind of uh, controls things that uh, that can lead to OCD. So Hilarious. anyway, but it was really, 
it was really, um, you know, my first kind of bearing my soul to the congregation out there. And, and it felt risky uh, at the time. But honestly, I have to say, of in, in 20 years of preaching, that was probably the sermon still to this day where I had the most people say, oh, uh, that, that, uh, that really connected with me. I resonated with that. I, I identified with that, which felt uh, so um, both just encouraging to me, but also like it felt like I was describing such specific things to me that, that to have it feel relatable to people was, was just such a, uh, an eye opener and a, and a gift. And it kind of helped me uh, continue down the path of going, you know, I, I need to, I need to be open and not, um, and not hiding behind something. So really it's, it's been part of my, my my own work and and therapy to uh to embrace vulnerability and i think um and you know I, i'm curious to see what you think about this that uh, as men many men i think when it comes to mental health issues really don't want to admit to that like vulnerability or they deem as weakness that they can't control their own minds and so rather than turn to someone for professional help medication therapy whatever it may be or both um the embarrassment or shame i think shame's a better word uh is men i think they're less likely to seek help because of the shame and so for you to come out as a as a man i think it's a big deal for people well, I think also I was just talking with uh, someone yesterday who said, you know, men men don't really make friends after the age of thirty. Oh my it's, gosh, it's, it's so hard. funny you say that. My husband just told the kids they're like, you don't have any friends. Why does mom have friends? And he goes, Daddy has one friend. Daddy doesn't need any friends. Daddy has mommy. Uh, that mommy's yeah. his friend. So I think I think it's it's uh, you know it's a stereotype for sure. But I think by and large, uh, it's it's hard for men to uh connect and and so if you are in crisis and you don't have some of those connections in place then you, the, you're certainly not going to feel inclined to reach out to somebody that you don't know and and suddenly bare your soul uh right. so it kind of becomes this cycle of of uh you know not knowing how to even begin to to build those kinds of relationships. So, yes. yeah, I, I do think it's a it's a harder thing in some ways for most men to uh, embrace the idea of of that kind of um, vulnerability for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk now about the healing aspect of your book. Mm-hmm. And if people are just joining us, we are talking to J.D. Peabody about his book, Perfectly Suited, The Armor of God for the Anxious Mind. He said he felt like his brain was broken. And as a Christian growing up in a Christian home, he turned towards his faith um, as one of the um, things, you know, to help him get out of this uh, mental illness hole. Because, boy, if you can't stop those thoughts, Thoughts, that is miserable. You know, your whole day is just, you're miserable. So how did, teach us how to get out of that if anxiety or OCD or both is something that hinders us from living that life that Christ, you know, says we, um, you know, we can live. Yeah. Well, um, I, I really, I think I kind of stumbled around and I'm, I still, I, I will, I will admit, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not here as an expert who feels like I am 
cured and done with anxiety, I still, I still can struggle and I still, um, am in the battle. Um, but I've, I've learned a few things that have been helpful along the way. Um, and, uh, I, you know, immediately I remember one night I was kind of having a a panic attack in the middle of the night. And so Mm. it, it felt to me like, uh, what, what I knew of spiritual warfare, it felt like I was under some kind of attack. And so, so I, I immediately, you know, began invoking the shield of faith. And I start, I start praying and praying that God would just cover me with this shield. And, um, and I don't really know what exactly I expected, but I didn't get it. It didn't, it didn't ever feel like my, my, uh, and, and I realized a couple of things. I realized that, uh, I needed, I needed a larger understanding of what, um, the armor actually meant, how that could actually apply to my anxiety and, and help me because it clearly, I had some uh, misunderstandings of, of what it could do. And I kind of had this magical thinking about, um, the way it could, it could protect me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I kind of came to see was, well, the, the visual or the, the illustration that I, that I use, I, I took my son, um, up, uh, to go snowboarding, take snowboarding lessons, which is, uh, if you knew me, that's kind of, um, a, a really hilarious, uh, concept cause I have zero athletic ability at all, but I really wanted to, you know, have this bonding. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, bonding. I'm just yeah. picturing it. Go ahead. It, it was not pretty, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do this thing that my son really wanted to do. So we went up and took, took lessons and then, uh, went from the, you know, the bunny hill up to the, the big, the big mountain and, and, uh, we're, making our way down and I'm, I'm just sort of, you know, uh, not barely, barely making it down to the bottom of the hill each time. And finally we're on the last run of the day. And I, I just make this spectacular fall that's, that's end over end, uh, you know, just, um, a big crash right under the the chairlift. So everybody can see what's happening. Right. Right. Um, It's gotta be where you have an audience, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, I probably had a concussion cause I, I had a headache for a month after that. Um, but I was wearing, I was wearing a helmet, um, which probably saved my life quite honestly. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, and I thought about it afterwards and I thought, you know, the helmet didn't make me a better snowboarder and it didn't prevent me from falling. What it did was, was get me through it. And, Mm -hmm. and I, I think sometimes that's how it is with the armor of God. We expect it to end the battle. We expect it to make us victorious. And really that's not its job. It's, it's there. uh, It's, it's going to save us and protect us. Um, But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean things go away. And so I, I felt like, you know, my initial prayer for all my anxiety and my mental struggles was God you've got to end this. You've got to take this away. And I, I need to be free of this. And what I came to see was that I didn't really need to be free of the anxiety. What I needed was to be free of the power of the 
anxiety uh, that it, that it had over my life. And so to oh, go free of the power. Oh my God. I have so yeah. many, I don't know if you can hear me, but I, I, as you talk, I type up my questions because I don't know. I can't, I it's just, there's so much in what you're saying. We've got to have you back. Cause I think this is so helpful. Oh my gosh. We're all, I can't believe it. I was like, Oh, we have at least six minutes left. Uh, no, we have 45 seconds. So again, um, if you want to get the book, you know, um, I went on to, uh, Amazon, but there's Christian bookstores. If you want to, uh, you know, uh, patronize a Christian uh, organization, you can do that. But, um, I found it on audiobook as well. And I understand that you are the, uh, uh, we'll hear your voice as you are going to uh, uh, narrate that. Uh, so if you want to get perfectly suited to the armor of God for the anxious mind, Jeff P- Peabody or J.D. Peabody. Um, J.D., do you have a website too for us before we uh, end our segment? Yes, it's just uh, jdpeabody.com jdpbody.com. Oh my gosh, we'll have you back because we really needed to get into the meat of the book and because I typed up the questions to ask you. Thank you so much, JD. It was a real eye-opener, uh, very good info, great info. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's been a great conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.